Don't you know that you so wrong, man? You're wrong and here's why. Chris and Greg don't see eye to eye. Like none of the time. Robert Covington sticks. I don't care what you think. How is LeBron James the king when he's ruining teams? Yo, wrong and here's why. Underdog Sports presents. Yo, wrong and here's why. Underdog Sports presents. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Hey, everybody, and welcome to this week's episode of You're Wrong and Here's Why. Chris Warwardell, joined by Greg Crone. Gregory, how are you? I mean, I'm good. It's a little delayed this week with uh, whole, all sorts of moving parts, but, you know, we're here and we're, we're ready, buddy. We're ready for a big, big weekend in sports. I, of course, talking about the Sixers-Nuggets game on Saturday at 3 p.m. <laughs> Two we'll potential MVPs. We'll get to the odds uh, on that over at BovadaSportsBook.com in just a little bit. But, or we won't, but, man, I, it, you alluded to it. You're absolutely right. This is typically the first show I record during the week. It's weird that we're doing it on a Friday afternoon because of how things played out. Appreciate your flexibility. And I can't tell you how proud I am of myself for coming up with the name of the show as I was doing the introduction. Because it's one of those things where like I started the sentence and then I blanked. I was like, what show is this? I'm going to say The Underdog. No, it's not The Underdog. No, no, that's not right. Is it Parlay? No, I did that earlier. <laughs> but I got there, and that's the important thing. Of course, of course, man. Uh, you know, as long as we figured it out, we're, we're good. Uh, what do we got? By the way, plus uh, 9,771 on the Parlay this week in pursuit of a Parlay. <laughs> two, two, division, uh, two conference championship picks, both against the, li- against the line. Well, spoiler, I think might both might be money line. And uh, over-unders, four NBA picks. It's good money. Intriguing, good money. buddy. Intriguing, to say you the least. You bet every penny you have on it. Oh. Don't, you should not do that. No one should do that. Like, do not. <laughs> I say it every week. Do not do that. That's it's crazy. It's crazy. <laughs> it's definitely It's definitely risky. There's no doubt about that. Well, that is a big part of the reason why the number is as high as it is, is that a lot of things have to go right. <laughs> I mean, there's there's not I mean, there's just so many variables in yeah. those big ones. But I, I mean, I enjoy them. So that's cool. Well, and it's even like it's just the, the better team can lose because somebody, especially in the NBA, because like Paolo Bancaro got hot, got hot and scored 35 points. Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. The NBA is one of the hardest leagues to to bet on. Like it's not even it's not even close. I don't think there's a harder thing out there. Yeah, well, I I agree with that. I I don't understand hockey. I don't understand the sport of hockey. So I would say that, and and as you learned, I don't understand soccer either. But yeah, basketball is just it's the game where one person can impact the the final more than anyone else. So oh. it's tough. A hundred percent. I was I was about to say something and I had to mute because I sneezed my face off. Um, but night in and night out, it's nearly an impossible, impossible thing to bet. We the picks from Better is the Light this week. Why why would the Bulls as five point favorites lose by double digits to the Hornets? That doesn't make any sense. I know both teams are bad, but one team is significantly worse. Like it's it's impossible to figure out. So I, I applaud you for trying to include that in a parlay. 
and you got my you got my boys this week, Wrexham giving I mean getting points, getting half a point against Sheffield United on Bavada. It's tough, man. I'm not 100%. I think they're a League 2 team, is Sheffield I, I was going to say, I think I wonder, is Sheffield Championship, or are they further down? It's their championship. It's the FA Cup. Okay. Yeah, I knew we were going th- we were going through picks this week. I was like, oh, no, Premier League, it's all, it's all, uh, it's all FA Cup. So, very interesting matchup for them, though. Very, in- oh, they're second place in the championship, too. When's the last time they got, they were definitely in the Premier League at one point. So I wonder what year Sheffield United sweet logo looks like they're pirates. Oh, so they actually they were in the Premier League for two the 2019-2020 and 2020-2021 and then the championship Damn. last year just missed out on the playoff. In, or actually no, did they make the playoff? Okay, excuse have. my excuse my ignorance. So are they in the they're in the second highest league? Yes. They're in the league just below the Premier League. Correct. Damn, and they're only a half point, half goal favorite of Wrexham. FA Cup, buddy. FA Cup. <laughs> but you, but you, you kind of hit on it on Better's Delight, which everybody should be checking out. Three man show this week. No Matt Crone. Take that for what you will, whether it's a positive <laughs> or a negative for you. But you hit it. It's just so hard because it's like, man, you don't know who's going to play in these FA Cup games. No, yeah, it's it's like a near impossibility to to figure out because. A lot of the bigger clubs, when you talk about like Premier League clubs and stuff like that, they uh, they'll go and sit a lot of their main guys. It's like ah, you know, it's just the FA Cup. We don't worry about it anywhere near as much as we would, you know, making sure we don't get relegated or try to win uh, throughout from there. So yeah, it's a uh, it's Can you a hard game the FA to, Cup to me. Essentially, it's just every team in all of England going from all the different leagues, uh, playing like a gigantic tournament, and then eventually the the higher leagues get inserted in at a certain level, like at a certain round. With oh, okay, with so like Premier League, they're not they're not playing in the first round. Yeah, typically no. Oh wow, yeah. So Sheffield Sheffield had a chance last year to move back into the Premier League. They played in the playoff, uh, losing to Nottingham Forest. My guys, the Reds. Uh, which is, who eventually made it to the Premier League? Which is crazy because, like I said, they're half they're half a goal favorites over Wrexham, who had the chance to move into League Two, <laughs> but lost in a playoff in the National League. Playoff. Yep. Well, that but that's the cool thing about the FA Cup, where you have that opportunity where anybody can play anybody. It's just open draw city. So it's Wrexham fun. beat somebody pretty big in the FA Cup already. Certainly not like Sheffield big, but they beat a good team already in this tournament. Uh, Let me see if I can pull up the FA Cup bracket, the current bracket. I don't think they even keep track of it, to be quite frank. (laughs) It wouldn't shock me. Uh, Let me see. Can I search in this PDF? There we go. So they beat Coventry. I think that's the game. Yeah, I think that's what I'm talking about. I think that's what I'm talking about. They're what, a League One team? I think so, yeah. And then now you get Sheffield in. Is it the it's round four? It's not the quarterfinals yet. No, I don't think. I think there's still. Uh, I think there's still a couple. I think. No, I think if they win this, they'd make the quarterfinals because this is the round of sixteen. So it's a big one. I mean, it's a lot of there's a lot of big names in this in this round of sixteen. So let's see. Very this exciting. game. This game is going to be played on what? The, when is this game? I it's probably Saturday or Sunday. Why can't I find the date here? Or Sunday or Monday. I'm look. I'm telling you, Wrexham 
money line plus three ten to win. <laughs> it's the 29th, it. so it's Sunday. Sunday they play. I don't hate. So I don't hate it. I don't. Yeah, then you got you to just make sure you don't fall into the trap of overtime, buddy, or extra time. Yeah, well, that's garbage, Greg. That is a garbage <laughs> rule made by garbage human beings. Is my take on that? That's that's my hot take on the overtime rule for for betting in <laughs> the world of of football. I... <laughs> and why? Who cares? The game. It's it's not regulation it doesn't specify i'm sure i'm sure like in the in the little bylaws and shit it does but like when i'm looking at it i see a first half line and a game line is overtime not part of the game is that what happened it's listen, stupid listen i i understand exactly what you're saying <clears throat> and fully fully agree with you when you talk about other sports overtime always counts but for some reason in soccer it doesn't and my guess is it's because it's because of the the amount of games that don't have the option to go to overtime and they end up in that draw that that's why oh, they allow you to bet the draw even though there's a chance the game could go to overtime i'm sure there's some sort of monetary thing. again i don't i'm not a, i'm not a big soccer guy uh why would a game not be able to go to overtime well league like like league regular season games if it's a tie it's just a tie and you both teams get a point and we go our separate ways so no no added time no there might be like additional time in terms of like stoppage time etc but the once it's over it's a draw everybody gets a point and we go home happy uh in the case of in the case of like tournaments and stuff like this yes then there would be added time or there'd be the extra time they play the full, you know, 15-15 and then penalty kicks. They don't do that in the regular season. They, 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 they've stuck with the model that the NHL used to be, where it's like, oh, the game's tied. We're just, we'll play five minutes overtime, and if nobody scores, it's tied. No shootouts. Uh, they don't even bother to play the five minutes of overtime, though. So, very interesting. I wonder if this game's on TV. FA like Cup? To- it might be ESPN Plus, honestly. I feel like they've been trying to shoehorn Wrexham into as many TV opportunities as they can, but the National League just got it like a streaming service, so I'm not sure what that's going to uh, how that's going to affect it at all. I think it's, it's going to be I think it's going to be ESPN. Um, let's see here. It's got to be. I mean, they have a bunch of. Uh, you think it's a ESPN Plus? Sheffield Wednesday. Because I'm checking out the YouTube.tv and I'm not seeing Wrexham on my Yeah, Wrexham, Wrexham AFC, Sheffield United, Sunday, 11 a.m., ESPN+. Plus. All right. So you're in, buddy. Hey, come on. That's, Get excited. I got, full, I got a full day of football now. You don't. I know, you really do. That'll lead right into it. It's perfect. No, that's the one. Can I tell you, that's the one thing I really do like about about soccer is like you know how long it's going to be yeah very much so it's just it's on and then there's a break and then it's on again and then it's just it's cool i like it i don't Uh, like it enough to like i don't know if like i like it enough to like sit down like go into the go downstairs (laughs) and watch it on the projector but i will uh i'll get it you'll get it tuned in i understand on the computer I uh I get it I get it a hundred percent. Having those early morning things to keep your attention and something to tune into is very nice. And like you said, soccer having that defined time frame even even more convenient. Yeah, for sure. 
I, I mean, oh, listen, I, I get a lot of criticism for darts, but from a time frame perspective, it being no. on at 7 no a.m. When I'm, when I'm no, up at 5.30 no with None. kids, it's no. great. No. Uh, how dare you? How no dare you? No justifications. No. <laughs> no, it's, uh, it's, no I, I get what you're saying. It's it's just good to have something to fill your time. Usually I'm watching like YouTube videos about video games. Uh, so it's a nice change of pace. My YouTube subscribe. I noticed this the other day. Like the, uh, the YouTube channels that I subscribe to, it's like 80% video games. Uh, probably 70% video games. Like 10% TV and movies. 15% shoes and then just miscellaneous. I mean, yeah, I'm kind of there with you though. I I do the same sort of thing. <laughs> I watch the I watch the same basic YouTube videos about video games and how like the toughest bosses of all time like once a week. It's just somebody else does it. So, yeah, no, no, it's good. Um I'll tell you. We talked about this in the past, Gregory. I am I am so disappointed in myself that I didn't make the switch. And and more so, not that not just that I didn't make the switch, but that I I was snooty about it. About the people who were like, hey man, you should get rid of the you should get rid of traditional cable. Oh, uh, you shouldn't it's you can do better, man. Everybody says man in my my world apparently. <laughs> and, and man, they were right. Because I'm like, I'm so much happier with YouTube TV than I was with with traditional cable be it comcast or cox or whatever i've had over the past handful of years it's just it's so much better i'm happy that i finally get 4k content i think it's ridiculous ridiculous that there's not more 4k content at this point it's 2023 already yeah i listen <laughs> do you know that do you, i know you don't yeah do you know that most regular content on television isn't even 1080p yet it's 1080i what is that it's just the it's the the level right below 1080p. It's just a different way of processing it. Not quite as good, and yeah, it's crazy. Like with all the like the the 8K TVs out now, it's it's going to be so long until like we're talking about short of an evolutionary leap in technology and how stuff is encoded. Like we're a decade away from even a little bit of 8k content being normal. That's, I mean, I, I don't think they could ever even produce it. That's the problem. What's well, a bandwidth issue is the problem. It just takes up so much space and it sends so much data. You like in order to, to do that from, from the games, you have to have like the satellite dishes have to be perfect. They have to be perfect, technologically better than they are right now. It, it's tough. It's like we don't get it's bananas. We don't get regular 4K content, and 4K content like, makes such a difference for me as someone who wants to watch it on a projector because it basically brings the projector up to like regular 1080p. I mean, that I, I I'm too stupid to even understand it. Like I just, the, how they picture. figure out the compression. Well, I understand the better picture part of it. That I get. But like how they make it better, I guess, is my issue. Make it gooder and make it gooder now. That's all I'm asking, Greg. <laughs> I, hey, listen, if they could do it, I'm sure they would. I feel like they do it on purpose, though. Just keep selling us technology that doesn't actually work. 
Um, well, okay, so I don't, I don't think that doesn't necessarily work. I think I think that's a bit of a misnomer, Gregorio, because the AK the AK stuff does up convert. It's not anywhere close to what a true 8K signal or picture would look like, but it is better than the picture you're getting. Now that's not going to work. That's going to the AK up converts are going to work a hell of a lot better with like a 1080p or especially a 4K picture than they are say a 720 picture because there's only so many pixels and you can only do so much with that but there is a benefit to it i would in a world where i move at some point and redo my theater room i would be interested in looking into an 8k projector just for the upscaling right because it would be a better picture unfortunately that is technology where it's also astronomically expensive at this point back like when when big screen tvs just came out and they're like this 55 inch widescreen television is going for just nine thousand nine hundred and ninety nine dollars <laughs> now it's like you get that free when you sign up at the bank yeah they well that's because they, they, they once they re- never be an early adopter, Chris. That's what that proves to you. I'm an early adopter for everything, and you know that. How dare you? How you dare really you? know that? I, I have a native 4K projector downstairs, <laughs> and I love it. I love it, but I mean, it's it's just never going to look as good as like it. It's it's just a bummer when we have two games going on at once because when you don't have a point of compare, a direct point of comparison. Right, you don't really notice it so much, but when you have like just a, a regular other TV, there's like our extra TV that we have, and Alexa puts the Browns game on it. The picture's so much better than the projector screen, even though it's a 4K projector versus a 1080p, uh, you know, TV. It's just because it's just going to be better. It's going to be brighter. It's gonna, it's not. It's tough to compete with that. Without, I notice this even when I go to the movies. It's like. The picture isn't that good. I, I mean, I only go to the movies every so often, so the projector... What's the last movie you saw? In the uh, theater? I saw parts of uh, Sing 2. That's probably the last time I went to the movies. And I left early because my daughter got scared. She got scared. Oh, Sing 2. Uh, yes, yes, Chris, of Sing 2. Kids are crazy. What what was it that that scared your child? In I have two? no idea. They were going. They, they were trying to. Stay, the, the bad guys were starting to chase them. Hates so, singing. Just hates I, singing. Don't tell that, Hamilton. I, I I will not. I promise you, I will not. All right. Let's let's turn our attention to. Oh, man, I want to take. I, I want to take this this plus three ten money line. I really do, but I don't. I don't think it's smart. Let's turn our attention to the conference championship round in the NFL playoffs. Got this the odds at Bavada in front of me. San Francisco 49ers taking on the Philadelphia Eagles. Biggest line of any any line here, including the hypothetical Super Bowl matchups. Eagles minus two and a half at Bavada. I, I hate this because I'm confident. I know, and, and I wish you would all stop being confident. I, I don't want to be confident. I don't want, but you watched that game yesterday, or not yesterday, but last week, and you're like, all right, fellas, we're the going to be, I, I understand that, and I get No, clearly that, but, you don't. Oh, no, I do. I understand <laughs> it was the Giants, and they were a very bad team. But my bigger issue is, is that I'm just like, I, 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 I don't, I, I, it's hard for me to see a place where, 
a rookie quarterback, just no matter what, I know he's won all these games and he's yeah. very good. And I just I can't see him coming in here and beating us. I just can't. I did. I hate to say it. I feel like I'm. I again. I feel like I feel like I'm being like dramatic or whatever, or and they're being too overconfident and and relying too much on our fans, etc. But like. If you make him throw the ball, if you make him have to beat you with his arm, I think this is a ve- there's a very real chance that they can win this game and not be comfortable, but not be put in a situation where, you know, we're going to be sweating it necessarily towards the end. But it all, re- it all starts and ends with stopping the run game, which mm-hmm. against Kyle Shanahan is a lot more, uh, a lot harder to do than, than me just saying it out loud every day for the last you know, week. So five and zero as a starting quarterback is Brock Purdy completed 67.1% of his passes, 1300 yards, 13 touchdowns, four picks, 2.4% interception, uh, in percentage, which is, which is outstanding it means he's not throwing the ball around that 1300 yards that jumps up to what, like 4,300 yards for the season it's tough to say he's not good because he just keeps winning. He's seven and zero as a starter, five and zero in the regular season, two and zero in the playoffs. He wins games. He hasn't. He, he hasn't been bad yet. He also has a very very good team around him. Let's not forget. For sure that. he does. But for sure he does. But you know, so does Jalen Hurts. True. Very true. You're 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 not wrong there. Um, he's been put in the perfect situation. You have to make that situation unperfect for Brock Purdy if you want to beat him. You have to make it a a tough game for him to where he can't just comfortably sit back in the pocket where he has to be, you know, under pressure. And that's the thing that the Eagles have, you know, excelled at for most of this season is pressuring that quarterback and making sure that, you know, they aren't able to just do five, seven step drops and pick teams apart because, if if you can if you can do that, I think there is a chance that this guy can make mistakes. Look, I mean, he's a rookie quarterback and was the last pick in the draft. There, there's the chance he can make mistakes is certainly real. He just hasn't really been making those mistakes yet. I do think uh, got a little more credit than he deserved in that that first win against Seattle. I thought some of those balls weren't quite as good as uh, as the outcome yeah. would indicate. We'll see. Like, do, look, do I feel a lot better facing Brock Purdy and the 49ers than I do Dak Prescott and the Cowboys? I do. Is that a statement that I might look back on in a week and think was really stupid? Yeah. <laughs> you very well could regret that, but I don't disagree with you. As much as people wanted Dallas and thought that that was the route that we wanted to to go, and, oh, let's beat them to get to to the Super Bowl, uh, there, there's a ch- There's always a chance that Dallas doesn't disappoint their fans and everyone involved with their organization. So I'm, I'm not, uh, I'm not disappointed that it's the 49ers. I'll say no. that. The over under at Bavada 46 and a half. I have a take on this, but I want to hear yours first. I think it's a game that goes over. It's two, it's two very good defenses, but I, I just. There's so many skill positions offensively that I, I think there's a very real chance that it goes over. I took the under at uh, on parlay today. 
I think the two teams combined to score about 36 points in the regular season, combined to give up about 36 points in the regular season, excuse me. Now, both offenses are very good. You're right. But yeah, I feel like this is going to be a don't, it's not going to be the, the 52 to 48 final score. I think this is closer to like a 21 to 13, 21 to 14 final score. I don't know if I can handle that from a from a personal That's what standpoint. Happens at this point in the playoffs, it's not, <sighs> they're, they're not all thirty eight to seven. It didn't, but it didn't happen the last time we played until the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. Remember that 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 part of it did not happen until we reached the Super Bowl, and that you're, you're spoiled. Uh, no, not spoiled. I, I'd say I'd like to say lucky in that situation more than spoiled. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it, I. Uh, t- these tight games are not not my forte. Oh, I apologize, and hopefully for for you and your blood pressure, things can <laughs> the Eagles can handle business early on, get to Purdy, and see what happens. But I'm I, I think this is a low scoring game. I do. I think this is a game that is not decided until very late, whichever way it happens to go. I think you got to make this team play from behind if you're the Eagles. Like if you can get out in front. Make them have to beat you that way versus versus trying to catch up on them because I uh, I think I think it's going to be very tough regardless of what team goes down to make that comeback uh, especially if it goes from like seven to ten or something like that it's a, a more than one score game at any mm-hmm. point which I don't necessarily know if it will be, be just based on these teams but if it does go that route I think it's going to be very hard for the team that goes down to to come back so. Let me ask you, you going for two when you're up 28 to seven? Uh, no, no, I'm not. <laughs> I, I just like some of the, I, I understand. I got the idea of trying to draw them off sides, get closer. Maybe you go up three and a half or go, go up. Uh, what is it? Five scores instead of four or whatever. Yeah. The giants were never getting those scores. I don't know what we were doing. <laughs> just, I, I got no beef with it. And it made for one of the most amazing things I've seen on television all year. So. Uh, I mean, Sirianni is, he became an absolute star over the past week when it come, came to the internet and his decision-making and just his attitude in general. So yeah, it's, it's been a very interesting rise this season. I know people are upset coach of the year. He wasn't one of the finalists, right? It's a little crazy. I, I get it, but I, it's hard to make an argument against any of those other finalists. Right, but if you're coaching the team that has the best record in football, a team that had major question marks going into the year, you deserve to be in that final group. Kyle Shanahan it, is on his third string quarterback, and he's in the conference championship game, and he won his division. Like, it's almost like if you lead the NBA in scoring, you should probably be an All Star starter. Uh, who's who's that? Embiid? He's not starting yeah. the All Star game. He's not. Oh, man, maybe people are tired of his antics. Oh, stop it! You you hear. You're so lucky to have this guy on your team. <laughs> like, gonna go down as one of the five best centers to ever play basketball. Like, just chill and enjoy it. Give it a break. How dare you? Uh, no, I've actually been watching more Sixers games uh, lately, which is weird. Not this week because I've been incredibly busy, but um, over the course of maybe the last like two week and a half, two weeks, I've actually been watching them, and they've been somewhat fun, which has been nice. So. You know, I'll take it. I'll take it. Yeah, I mean, it's been an interesting change seeing Maxi go to the bench a little bit and in favor of Melton for a better defensive lineup. 
Personally, I prefer the end of game lineup when they have PJ Tucker on the bench and just play the three guards together, but neither here nor there. Uh, Bavada does not have lines up yet for the Saturday game, so no, uh, no Sixers Nuggets action, but it'll be a fun one. Uh, yeah. It'll good time for Philly sports. Good, good time. Not the Flyers. They're terrible, but everybody else is fine. Yes, yeah, all list earlier today uh, with the, the top shortstops in baseball. And number one, Philadelphia Phillies own. Sounds weird to say that. Trey Turner. Yeah, I, I'm in. I, I couldn't. It, we, we knew when we signed him that it was uh, it was going to be a game changer for us defensively and uh, and also hopefully at the plate. So I'm I'm very excited. I'm very excited for it was I think I forget what day it was. Maybe it was Friday or Saturday or even Monday. Maybe, I think it was Monday because it was the first it Monday was one of in the days of the week. We can well, it was completely comfortable <laughs> say that it was the first Monday in however long where we didn't have any sports like there was or we did mm. sports but there was no football there was yeah. no like no national championship game no monday night football um nothing and like the all day the playoffs, so. yeah exactly all day i just kept thinking like man i wish i just had a big like i wish the phillies were playing tonight it'd be the perfect like change of pace just something on television that's you know somewhat relaxing you don't have to stress that badly over it and just like a Phillies regular season game would have fit in so perfectly on that Monday. But uh, what can you do? Uh, speaking of Philadelphia sports and Philadelphia sports fans, credit goes out to, to Eagles fans. A uh, bunch of geniuses. That doesn't get said much. <laughs> they Did you see the story about the tailgating at the game? No. Oh, the uh, I think. I yeah, so, so uh, Eagles fans showed up very early to tailgate. Uh, prior to that that game that that game last week, and they were told that they couldn't get into the stadium lot until four o'clock, but figured out that if they bought tickets for the Wings game, they could get in as early as ten a.m. and there was a ton of people. I mean, that's modern day ingenuity, buddy. That's knowing your schedule. You know, <laughs> Wings are like, man, we're doing well today, and it's weird. I mean, it seems seems pretty empty. They, they may they may never sell out another game like that again. Hey, take what you take what you can get. Wings. I, that's How the best. dare you talk about you disparage the wings like that? I would never. I, they, everybody loves indoor lacrosse in Philadelphia. That that you know, the NLL baby. Uh, <laughs> I'm looking at these props, the touchdown score or parlays. There is one that really stands out to me at Bavada Gregory. That is Jalen Hurts and Christian McCaffrey both score a touchdown plus two fifty. That feels almost too good to be true and too easy. Like they're guys that basically score McCaffrey. I think it feels like he scored every single week he's or every game he's played for the 49ers. So, yep. and hurts that's he just finds a way into the end zone every single game. So I love, I love that. Now, if I'm just saying Jack stole to score the first touchdown <laughs> of the match and Tyler Croft to score a touchdown anytime. Plus 50,000. This is where, I'll tell you what, I know he's not listening to this, so I can say it, and it's too late anyway. Like, for Matt's improbable comeback to win the championship, this is what he needs. This man didn't even submit picks this week. He's going to get the default. I forget what the rule is. There's a default loss that you take when you don't submit picks. Um, but that is that is kind of what he needed. He needed something in that like of that nature to get back into it. Some sort of ridiculous combination parlay, and 
He just hasn't hasn't taken that step. I I don't know. Couple that with uh, couple that with Jack Stoll to score three or more touchdowns. That's another twenty thousand. That's plus seventy thousand. Now we're talking on, on the way back. Now now we're talking about getting rich, Chris. I love this. Feels but, good. There's nothing more enticing than first touchdown score, and then there's nothing when you don't win and it's something ridiculous, like some other ridiculous person hits, or when you take a ton of different, uh, I know we'll talk about the Chiefs in a second, but when you take a ton of different scores in the Chiefs game, and it, but instead it's, oh, it's never mind, it's Travis Kelsey day. He's just going to score all their touchdowns, and mm. all your bets except for one are going to go in the toilet. Uh, the yeah, guys- let's, go, let's go ahead and talk about the Chiefs right now. Bengals in Kansas City to play at, uh, as they're calling it, Burrowwood. The Chiefs minus one and a half at home at Bavada. This just keeps fluctuating, it feels like. I know earlier in the week, the Chiefs were the dog. Um, then yeah, it that always felt stupid. I, I just, I, I know everybody wants to to be like, well, Cincinnati, they've beat, they've beat them three times in a row, and Bur- Mahomes has never beat Burrow, this and that. The ankle terrifies me in in Mahomes's case, obviously, because sure. it's going to limit the mobility. But I, it's so hard for me to not take Patrick Mahomes at home. Right. I know Joe Burrow is very good. I get that. I understand that T. Higgins, Jamar Chase, Joe Mixon, Tyler Boyd. I I fully fully understand that. But it's Patrick Mahomes at home in the playoffs. Like it feels, it, it feels like there's a very real chance that, that they're going to avenge last year's loss, but I don't, I don't know a hundred percent. That's why I love that the game, the line is this close. And I think there's going to be a ton of, I think there already has been a ton of action on the chiefs when they were considered the underdog oh, yeah. uh, earlier in the week, two and a half point swing, ton of money on cases. Yeah. So I, I feel like, I feel like I'm being a boob and a very public, like I'm going to take them with everybody else. And that's what we're going to do. But I, I think the Chiefs avenge it. I just do. I don't know why. I, I'm Joe Burrow is going to make me look stupid because that's how this works. But I don't know. There's just something about Patrick Mahomes that's so hard to bet against. Yeah, with the odds this close, I I think I took Eagles and Chiefs just money line because I'll take the two and a half point buffer for twenty five points. Oh, now now thirty points. That Eagles just went minus one fifty money line from minus 145 at Bavada. Oh, Live perfect. updates. Dude, it's been moving. It's, it, was, it was moving throughout Better's Delight, too. They're just moving lines, Chris. That's what we do as, uh, on, on these shows. I get it. Yeah, the KC odds changed as I was doing parlay earlier, too. The money line odds went from 125 to minus 120. So we're seeing, we're seeing some movement on both sides. So you're going KC. I'm going KC money line. Over-under is 48 at Bavada. Where are you going on that? Over-under 48. Mm, I, like, I, think I, like, I think I like the over. I took the under in the, uh, the 49ers Seahawks game, and ever since then I've been scarred. So I mm-hmm. think I have to go over. Even though I, I know they just announced that the two guys from Cincinnati, the 2-0 linemen, are going to still be out this week. Um, and that Frank Clark, Chris Jones combination worry would worry me if I was a Cincinnati fan. Um, yeah. even though Burrow's been, been pretty good at evading a lot of that stuff this, this season. Um, but I, I, I think there's points in this game. I think there's points to be had and I, I, 
maybe it's just wishful thinking, but I'm praying for a shootout. Yeah, both teams combined to score 52.3 points per game in the regular season. I took the over on parlay as well, so. Yeah. I feel I love feel it. good about that. I'm just I'm so excited for championship weekend. There was so many years I'm in a row. Excited for Wrexham Sheffield. Well, that's what I'm these, talking about. That's part of it. Games, the FA Cups of championship. These games are just this is just the uh, this is just what's what's left after the Wrexham game. The Wrexham exactly. game is the main course of the day. <laughs> Very Precisely. exciting. I'm going to have mean, to figure we'll, out how to put how to get ESPN Plus to work on my Apple TV. <laughs> So that's I think be it's thing. just an app. It is, but if you think I know what my password is for anything, you're mm. kidding yourself. <laughs> that's that is a nightmare. That is, I, I I change my password so often now because I constantly forget for different things. That correct? I fully get that. Fully get that. My Microsoft password changes once every three weeks because <laughs> I need I need to log in for like Skype or my Xbox or whatever oh, yeah. or or um. Or my app, like my Apple ID password is another one that just changes constantly. Because I'd go to download an app, and they're like, "What's your password?" And I was like, "I don't know." I was hoping you would know. <laughs> How are you expecting me to know what this password is? I have yeah, zero what, idea. What is the Face ID for, if not for this exact moment? Right, precisely. If you were going to, if you, if you, if you, if you were going to save my password for me and scan my retinas to give me that information, sir, uh, what are we doing here? Correct. So yet another way they let us down. But I did I changed all of our passwords on streaming services to one password now, so we've consolidated passwords. That's smart. As, I like uh, that idea. Too many people. I do not include you on this list, but too many people who we don't want having the passwords had the passwords, and those passwords were also things for like other aspects of our life. So moved away from that, and uh, now everything's just got just got the the one and. Someday we'll forget what that is and have to change it. That, <laughs> that's exactly how it works. But it'll all be hunky dory for the next like I don't know six weeks. That feels that <laughs> too feels high. generous. Yeah, I'll take <laughs> if if Bavada's got the over under on how long until I need to change my master password. I will tell you, I'm gonna go ahead and take the under on that. Hammer one. it, <laughs> just hammer, hammer the under. Absolutely, oh. cannot lose. All right. Well, speaking of can't lose, it's going to be an incredible weekend. You cannot lose. Regardless of what happens, there's going to be so much good sports on television. I hope everyone enjoys it. For Greg Cronin, I'm Chris Horwood. This has been your wrong, and here's why. We'll see you next time.